Do you have a home that you don't want anymore? We can buy it from you within 24 hours. Any home, size, or condition. For over 20 years, we've been buying homes for cash and helping homeowners sell their homes immediately with no listings or strangers walking through your home. Are you moving? Did you lose your job? Going through a divorce? Whatever the reason, if you're in a bind and you know that you need to sell your house fast, call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. We'll make you a serious cash offer to buy your home in 24 hours and let you walk away from it. No listing, no waiting. Sell any home, any size, any condition now. Call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. Make this free call now. And internet history. I'm getting tired of people running from me in the ring. Mike Tyson, uh, Holyfield, you a bunch of bums. Stand up and be a man and fight a real fighter. Pedro Fernandez. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen. Emanating, coming at you from the multi-million dollar sports byline studios. Check it. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC Boxing TV. Often imitated but never duplicated, 37 make that 38 plus years now of knocking out all bums. Who am I? My name is Pedro Fernandez. I'm your ever so modest host. I'm also a four-time Golden Glove boxing champion and an award-winning boxing writer. So supposedly, allegedly, people think I know a little bit about boxing. But guess what? I've always found out the average fan knows more. So I'm going to open up the toll-free at the top of this hour just for you. 1-800-878-7529. Our toll-free 1-800-1800 number. 1-800-878-7529. Of course, there's also 1-800-878-7529. Of course, there's also the guilt-free no-commitment text line. That number, 415-275-1613. The text line, once again, here in the studio, 415-275-1613. Or you can join us live on Twitch.tv. And, of course, the chat room is hot and happening there. Of course, chit Twitch.tv, the Sports Byline USA channel, going a live stream as I speak. This is WBC TV, of course, coming to you on Vive.tv, Vive.tv as well. So we'll talk about that in depth, the expansion of the show. Everything's happened. Of course, Manny Pacquiao is his head on the line. He's fighting a live underdog. Or is he? Come on, Jordi Ugas? Who the hell is Jordi Ugas? Well, he's a Cuban amateur star, a former Cuban amateur star that's done okay as a professional. What does that mean? We'll talk about that after the break. Bottom line is, boxing's PhD, Socrates Palmer will join us. We'll hear, of course, from Virgil Ortiz. He was a winner last week. And Manny Pacquiao just might stop by in the meantime as well. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on WBC Boxing TV. Of course, Twitch.tv, the Sports Byline USA channel, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio. Do I have enough time? I don't. This is Ring Talk. A doctor prescribed me Viagra. 
It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Angie's List is now Angie. Whether you need help with routine maintenance or you're planning your dream renovation, Angie connects you with top local pros who can get the job done right. See reviews, compare quotes, and book hundreds of projects. Plus, when you book and pay through Angie, we'll cover your project up to the full purchase price plus limited damage protection with our happiness guarantee. Check out Angie.com. And for more on the happiness guarantee, go to Angie.com forward slash happiness hyphen guarantee dot htm. The Dave Single from Wendy's made with fresh, never-frozen beef has the power to blow your mind. But now that the Dave Single is buy one, get one for a buck, as well as the spicy or classic chicken sandwich and the spicy or crispy 10-piece nuggets, Wendy's BOGO for $1 deal is going to blow your mind and your speakers. Get these faves. BOGO $1 only at Wendy's. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Valid for item of equal or lesser value. Cannot be combined with combo or any other offer. Now, more of Ring Talk. With Pedro Fernandez. Check it, Mighty Tower of Power bringing us back from the break. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC Boxing TV. Of course, some of you live on Twitch.tv, Sports Byline USA channel, and of course, WBC TV as well, the Vive Network. Straight up, my name is Pedro Fernandez. You know that, or you wouldn't be here, I don't think. Bottom line is, we're talking boxing, MMA. Before I go to the East Coast and bring in boxing's PhD, I got to say this. I was impressed with Virgil Ortiz last week. I mean, 23 years old, young kid, 17-0, 17 knockouts coming in, facing a, a decent fighter, an undefeated fighter, and I take it back, a once-beaten fighter, and Egedis Cavaluskas. But Cavaluskas, 
he came so Kevin Lewis is going to be famous for two things: dropping Terrence Crawford and not getting credit for it, and dropping Virgil Ortiz and not getting credit for it. Because I thought he got knockdowns with both fights, but he he didn't jump on it. The bottom line is, when you're the opponent in a fight, when you're the opponent, everything is stacked against you. The boxing establishment is against you. The promoters against you. The matchmakers figured out this match that you're going to lose, so his guy can win. The other guy's manager. Everybody's the fans. Everybody's picking against you. Okay, so you get one opportunity. This loan opportunity, you hurt your guy. Whoa, this is it. This is my chance to hit the lottery. And what do you do? You don't go for it. I don't get it. You throw a thousand percent into everything you've got in that second round if you're Cavaluskas and you see what happens. The bottom line is you're not going to win this guy down, beat this guy down the stretch, Virgil Ortiz. And that's what happened. Ortiz ended up stopping him in the eighth round. More props to Cavaluskas, but the bottom line is Virgil Ortiz looks like a threat for the future at 147 pounds, no doubt about that. Now we take it to the East Coast and bring in the Bronx Bomber. I'm talking about Mr. Socrates Palmer back from the Dominican Republic. And so were you over there? Are you a land baron in the Dominican Republic now? Is that what I'm trying to say? Is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> I wish. Maybe in, in the future. Uh, no, I was a complete tourist over there. Uh, had a great time. Uh, had not been there in about 12 years. So uh, it was pretty cool. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed San Domingo. I enjoyed it. I mean, the only place I didn't enjoy when I went in the world was Dubai. Outside, outside of that, every every place I went was great, and, and I, without a doubt, the Dominican was was absolutely beautiful, and the women are absolutely stunning. To say no. Speaking of stunning, uh, we'll get to Virgil Ortiz. Uh, take that back. We'll get to Virgil Ortiz right now. Virgil Ortiz looked fantastic last week for the fact the fact that he got up off the deck and he was able to um how can I put it fight through some uh, controversy there, some adversity. I mean, you know, he got knocked down. He got I thought he got knocked down. He got buzzed. No doubt about that. So what kind of report card does the boxing's PhD give him? I thought he looked really good. You know, um, a lot of young fighters, you don't really know what you have in front of them. I mean, what we're looking at until they do face some adversity. I mean, like you were saying earlier, I mean, he was definitely the house fighter. And uh, Mean Machine had everything stacked against him. And until you don't know how good they are until they get hit back. You know, and I was really impressed by Virgil Tees. Yes, I thought that should have been counted as a knockdown. But then again, the referee was Lawrence Cole, I believe. So, <laughs> hey, um, don't call him. Let me tell you what. If you want to get into a fight with that dude, call him Larry. Oh, <laughs> okay. oh, I'm telling you, man. Lauren, and Lawrence spells his name L-A-U-R-E-N-C-E, not L-A-W. I mean, if you spell his name wrong or you call him Larry, I'm telling you, you call him Larry, he'll fire you up. Mm. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't think I'm, it's going to be the first criticism, you know, <laughs> of Cole as a referee. But, you know, I thought he missed one, but hey, we're all human. Um, but needless to say, the young man dusted himself off. He took about a, a round to get his bearings, and he started to put it on on, on a very tough game guy. And uh, I, I, I'm going to just call him the mean machine because I can't pronounce his name. Cavaluskas. Listen, man. He's a tough guy. Yeah. He's a tough, tough welterweight. Um, he's, he would give anybody, uh, you know, a, a good a good night's work, you know, but he's just one of those guys that falls short um, in the big moment. I was there live when he fought Crawford. He should have gotten credit for that, for that knockdown, and he hurt Crawford. But, you know, the special guys – know when to turn it up and Man, no, i think we no. saw that in, in the routines yeah you know i'll just put it to you like this um when you're i've been the opponent 
I mean, I've been here, but I've seen newspaper articles where they're talking about this other guy in the whole nine yards. I'm saying to myself, grinding my teeth in the dressing room. Okay, so I've been the opponent. When you're the opponent, you got to go out there and make all the statements. You've got to make all the statements. And when you get a guy on the ropes, you got to like, as as I thought Ortiz was on the ropes per se. Um, I thought you needed to take him out. Bottom line is Ortiz was lucky. Let's hear Ortiz post fight. Well, Virgil, congratulations. In 2021, we've seen a lot of top young fighters go through adversity and shine in it. We saw Ryan Garcia do it. We saw Devin Haney do it. Now it feels like we saw you do it in this fight. What did you think of your performance? You know, I think I did all right. Um, I got the win. I could have looked a little prettier doing it, but hey, um, I'm I'm happy with my performance, and we're only going to get better from here. I mentioned that adversity. Second round, it looked like you got into more trouble than we've seen you get in at any point in your career. It even looked like there might have been a knockdown that wasn't scored. You weren't, you weren't knocked in? Nope, nope, not at all. Um, you know, he caught me with a good shot, but I took it well, and um, I recovered from it, and here I am. When he started to come forward, and here we see the sequence that we're talking about, when he started to come forward and was landing shots, what was going through your mind? It's, you know, it's boxing. That happens in sparring all the time. Not necessarily me getting hit a lot, but people coming at me like that, barraging, and, you know, I'm used to it. Yeah. When you were going back to your corner after that second round, how were you feeling going into it? Hey, I mean, honestly, I don't think I was, I was as hurt as you think I was. You know, I mean, he got me with a good shot, you know. But, you know, this is boxing. Everyone's going to get hit at, at one point. And I felt good. Right now, I'm not even tired. You responded <laughs> incredibly well, whether you were knocked out or not. You responded well in that third round, landing that left hand. Looked like a left jab that put Kavalaskis down for the first time. What did you see there? Well, I think it was more of a flash knockdown, if I'm being honest, because I didn't see him really stumble a lot. But, I mean, yeah, you know, well, his knee kind of buckled there. It was, it was a good shot. It was just a perfectly placed shot. In the fourth round and then beyond, you just start to take over. You were disciplined throughout this fight. You fought behind the jab throughout the course of this fight. Was that the game plan against the guy that you said coming in was really tough? I mean, honestly, yeah, that's what we worked on. We worked on uh, trying to box and, and all that stuff, the whole, the whole training camp. And uh, we put it to good use. Take me through the finish of this fight, because you've said to us, you can tell when a guy's hurt. You can read their body language. In that last round, what were you seeing? I'm not going to lie. I really couldn't tell he was hurt, except when I had to chase him down pretty much. But uh, no, he, he does a really good job of masking it. What adjustments did you make, especially in this last round? You know what? I just, uh, at first, I was trying to box him, and then uh, the body shots, my dad told me from the beginning, before the fight, the body shots were going to be the key to victory, and I slowed him down, and that's, that's all she wrote. At what point could you see those body shots start to take something out of him? Um, in that second round, that's when I caught him with the first body shot. If you pay attention, that's, that's exactly what happened. I'm not sure if it was in your mind at all, but it took Terrence Crawford nine rounds to finish Kavalaskis. You did it in eight. Does that matter to you? Was it eight rounds? Just at the end of the eighth round. It felt like it was four. Um, I mean, that doesn't really mean anything to me because me and Crawford are different fighters, different skill sets, you know, it's, that doesn't really mean anything to me. Well, do you walk away from this fight believing you're ready for Terrence Crawford? Yes, sir. What has to happen for that fight to happen soon? I don't even know what I have to do anymore. Do you feel like you've earned that opportunity? Yes. What's your message now to Terrence Crawford? I'm here whenever. I'm ready to fight whenever. I'm here to fight anybody. I don't care if it's Crawford, Spence, Pacquiao, you name it. I'll fight anyone.
Congratulations, Virgil. Another great performance. Thank you. Guys. Bring it on. The kid from Texas wants to take on anybody. And the bottom line is Terrence Crawford, I think, is running back to Omaha, Nebraska. The bottom line is Terrence is talking about a super fight. He told me a few years ago, I want to be a great fight. We're on a, on a cruise. We're in Cuba uh, or the Dominican Republic, somewhere over there in, in, the, in the Caribbean. And we're on a boat. And I'm saying, you know, we're talking about great fighters. And he goes, I really want to be a great fighter. I want to go to, you know, Hagler, Duran, Leonard, Hearns, those type of guys. I don't want to be a Benitez. That's what he said. I don't want to be a Benitez. I want to be, I want to be one of those. Well, bottom line is, you know, you got to fight people. You got to fight great fighters in order to become a great fighter. I don't think that Terrence Crawford's done that thus far. I think when hearing him and uh, him being called out by Virgil Ortiz, now he can't get a, uh, we're bringing Boxing's PhD once again, talk about Socrates Palmer. Um, He can't get a fight anywhere. Terrence Crawford, he's complaining about not getting a fight. Here's a fight presented straight to him. Well, just, I, I, before I, I attack that, for him to say, I don't want to be a Benitez, first of all, when Benitez was 17 years old, he was whipping up on grown men. No, I know. Terrence 13, Crawford 13 was years old. fighting. 13 years old. Yeah, I mean, he, he, he's a world champion. If he was an American, I, they would have made a movie about him. You know, although he is an American, but meaning, you know, of a different complexion or, or whatnot. But Benitez was winning world titles when Terrence Crawford was still, at that age, fighting for trophies not okay. no not even fighting yet yeah i mean so that's kind of disrespectful benitez no no, no i think i think what he i think what he meant was i think what he meant was the benitez of nowadays you know i mean wolf is oh, really well, yeah, I mean, oh, that's okay. what i think okay, he was yeah, I, yes. that's what i think he was latin in other words he wanted he wanted to end up like floyd not benitez i think that's what he basically would, oh, okay. would that's where he was coming from as far as that was concerned um i don't think that that makes was, sense. i don't think that was a big knock on wolf in particular but the bottom line is you know <sighs> Wilfred took a lot of heat, took a lot of yeah. shots, and he Early. was getting beat up by Edwin. He was sparring with Edwin, Edwin Virouette and and, uh, mm-hmm. and 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 those guys from uh, Esteban de Jesus, those guys from Puerto Rico, bad dudes, man. He was 13 years old and hold his own with these guys, but his brain was getting beat around. And when your brain gets beat around at 12 or 13, it's not in its formulated years. I don't think it's formulated yet, and I think that's what's brought on the basically the bad. This, I mean, he's in bad shape. He is. It's very sad. Um, Props uh, to a, a, a mutual buddy of ours, John Scully. He does some charity work on his behalf. He's done some benefits for him. Um, I think his sister is his caretaker. Uh, very sad. But uh, to get back to Terrence Crawford, who have the utmost respect for, I think he's in the discussion of top two or three best fighters in the world. Every single avenue is closing for him. He's got, he's got a fight that, like you said, is right in front of him against Ortiz. It's he's a Mexican fighter. So right away it's gonna spike the pay per view. You gotta take that fight. I mean maybe Ortiz is taking on taking on a little bit more he can chew early, kinda like Fernando Vargas, but that's on him. You know, if I'm Terrence Crawford I say, where do I sign? I mean that's to me it's the biggest fight that can be made other than just waiting for Spence and who knows if he'll ever fight again or Manny Pacquiao. Well, Spence, according to uh, Mauricio Suleiman, Spence's retina was not torn. It was like bruised. So it was a very slight, slight damage to the eye, very minimal surgery, this and that. So they expect him back sooner rather than later. Bottom line is you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. Of course, this is also WBC Boxing TV coming to you on Vive TV as well as the uh, Twitch.tv, the Sports Byline USA channel. My name is Pedro Fernandez. We'll be back with more of Boxing's PhD, Socrates Palmer, after the break. Clever girl, you fooled me once again. Clever girl, 
Seems I can't remember when There was a time I didn't have you on my mind But you saw the light Made me think the winning card was mine Now I start to understand I must be just part of I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic. And maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Brought to you by the WBC, the World Boxing Council. Right here on Sports Byline. The guitar of the mighty Jeff Tamalier, Pleasant Hill, California, Pittsburgh, over that way. Jeff can rock, man. He's like the Hendrix of funk, no doubt about that. He's been with Starship, Tower of Power, Average White Band. He's been around the old school block, no doubt about that. My buddy, Jeff Tamalier. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC Boxing TV. Of course, coming to you live on Twitch.tv, the Sports Byline USA channel. 
I can go through a thousand different internet platforms we're on right now, but the bottom line is I got to spend some time with boxing's PhD, Mr. Socrates Palmer Jr., of course. We are hours away from Manny Pacquiao and Jordi Ugas. Jordi Ugas is a Cuban national. Tell me what what is impressive about Jordi Ugas, Socrates? What is impressive? Um, he's a guy that I think he gives an honest effort every time, and that's all you can really ask for from a pro fighter, a guy that comes out, he's always in shape, um, props to his team for, you know, basically giving him, getting him a fight, uh, two weeks notice. So that, you know, the guy's in the gym, um, he's a pretty solid, no, does nothing spectacular, but he comes from that historic, uh, Cuban boxing tradition, uh, long amateur career, but he's kind of tailor made, you know, for Manny Pacquiao. He's a guy that's not necessarily fast. He's not a big puncher. Uh, doesn't really have the quickest feet. And there's a rumor that he's coming in damaged with a bum wing. He's got a torn bicep, supposedly, that he's denied. Um, so, I mean... Gotta make that you know, money. This is professional boxing. I hate to say absolutely. it to you like that, but, you know, yeah. everybody goes into a fight with some aches or pains. I mean, I used to have them, I, you know. You just you, So somehow, when you get in the dressing room, all those little aches and pains, they just go, they just disappear. I mean, you can't believe you have... All these little bitches and uh, bitching you've done for like six or eight weeks during training camp about this muscle or that muscle, isn't it? You go into the dressing room and it's all over. Yeah, I mean that adrenaline hits you, hits your body, and 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 walking into that aisle, you know, and seeing all those people, and it's like if you have to transform, you know, unless you're a robot, and and that's probably going to happen. Okay. Um, Ugas, I, I just don't see him winning. I don't think he's got enough to beat Manny Pacquiao despite having a little bit of an age advantage. I mean, although he's not a spring chicken himself, he's 35 in quotation marks. You know, he's he's, he's a Cuban national, so he might be closer to 37, 38. Or um, 50! May, he may be older than Manny Pacquiao. I mean, he, <laughs> listen, I looked at a picture of that dude. You know, I could say he's he's definitely with the Just for, Just for Men Club. There's no doubt about that. Um, but let's talk about Jordi Ugas for a second. I mean, I'm looking at his his career here and this and that. You know, there was a point in 2001, June 23rd, 2001, to be exact, when Ledlow Ledwabo, I think he was the IBF 122-pound champion at the time, he needed an opponent for this June 23rd card on HBO at the MGM Grand. So two weeks before, they reached out and through uh, Sidney Hall – in in, La, in uh, San Mateo, California, the attorney that I work with, through Sidney Hall and a couple other guys, uh, uh, Marianne Muhammad or whoever it was. Anyway, bottom line is they yeah. got Manny Pacquiao. Oh. To, they got Manny Pacquiao at the last minute to come in here, and he knocked out Lewaba, and that was the beginning of a, a of a legend of a, a, without a doubt. So what I'm trying to tell you is, isn't Urgus in the same position Manny was in in 2001? Yes, but really not. <laughs> I don't Yes, but really not. I mean, because we've seen Ugas before. I mean, his best performance is a fight that, you know, I've heard a few people say they should have got the win against uh, Sean Porter. Yeah. And Porter that night really was, you could tell it wasn't him. And, I don't, and, and, and that's on him. You know what I mean? I, I'm not going to discredit Ugas's performance. But that's his best That's his best night as a pro. You know, a split decision loss against Sean Porter. Yeah. And, but one you know, judge, but wait, wait, but one judge had a one seventeen, one eleven, and the one judge right. had a one sixteen, one twelve. Steve Morrow, the former Gilroy cop that I broke into this business basically about twenty five, thirty years ago, I think he's cross eyed. <laughs> yeah, I mean the scores were very, you know, dubious. I mean, disgraceful. You know, it was a definitely it was a coin flip of a fight. 
a fight that a, a guy that's not used to losing probably wins. You know, Ugas already has tasted defeat, mm-hmm. and, and I think that's that intangible, you know. It's like, you know, it, that hunger to be great, you know. There's, there's certain guys that, that are just good bridesmaids, despite the fact that he's got this bogus title that the WBA strapped on him. You know, he, he he's kind of like that bridesmaid. Um, you know, you and, know, because we're sponsored by the WBC, I really don't like going downtown on the WBA too much. But the bottom line is, they're about to take some heat. I saw some stuff from the uh, the Association of Boxing Commission. Are you whistling because of the heat? That's right. Exactly. Yes. They, so, they, they haven't. They, they've had some bad press the last couple of weeks because of a judge. You know, and they. Uh, and about two weeks ago, uh, they, uh, but it's not only a judge with them; it's the it's the char thing. I mean, you know, they got nineteen heavyweight champions. Evidently, they came up they came up with a rule this week: they're going to eliminate their interim champions because of the fact that the ABC is about to shut them down. So, if the ABC says you can't promote or you can't do title fights here in the United States, they're done. Yeah, I mean, that's whoever came up with that brilliant idea of these super champions is just. They shouldn't be allowed boxing. I mean, they, and, and it's a shame because WBA for decades, I mean, some of the great fighters of all time held WBA titles. Roberto Duran was the WBA champion. I remember mm-hmm. when he beat Davey Moore. So, oh. I mean, it's, you know, not not a good thing. Hopefully they uh, get some common sense hey, slapped into them. The Davey Moore-Roberto Duran fight, I fly to L.A. to watch this fight on closed-circuit television. That's how bad I want to see this, and they're not showing it anywhere in Northern California. There weren't satellite dishes, none of that stuff going on. So I went out in the Main Street Theater, Hector and I, in Los Angeles, California, and it was just, I, we were, like, blown away by that, man. We were just like, when he hit him with that right hand in the second round, well, they both threw right hands, and Duran's right hand got there first, the fight was over. Yes, that was, that fight is very special to me, because I remember my dad took me to my godparents' house to watch that fight. And I, I, I might have been about six years old, and I was hooked. That, that's, that is what got me hooked on boxing. Why is it everybody can remember where their father, their uncle, their grandfather took them when it comes to a boxing match? You don't hear that kind of crap about people watching baseball games on TV, but boxing matches are different. There's, I love all sports, you know, and I played them as a kid and, and a little bit as an adult, but nothing is like a fight. Nothing, a uh, big fight night. It's just there's nothing, uh, nothing like it. It's unless you, you know, you, you you have to just take somebody there to find to to for them to experience it for themselves. It's, okay, okay. It's, Andy, Andy's got a question for you on the text. He says, "Um, who wins between Crawford and Virgil Ortiz right now?" If they fight right this second, I would have to lean to Terrence Crawford, but I wouldn't be shocked if if Ortiz just. You know, he's the bigger welterweight. He's a natural welterweight. And, you know, you might be looking at somebody special. Did you you see him in that second round when he came back with that body shot and he just froze that lava? uh, Let me look at this again. Oh, God. If I don't remember his name, I can't say it. Lavaluskas. Anyway, bottom line is um, when he stopped him with that body shot in the second round, he came back, he stopped. That, That turned the fight back the other way. He reminded me of Miguel Cotto, you know, a little bit. Um, He... Well, no, I think we lost. Do we lose Socrates? Yes, oh, yeah, I'm here. Try that one more time. I said he reminded me of Miguel Cotto with, with that body work, and he just, like I said, he took it to another level. And we may have witnessed a special fighter last week. Always a privilege to spend some time with boxing's PhD, Socrates Palmer. Say hello to the family. Good to have you back in the U.S. I'm surprised they let you back in, but that's a story for another day. We'll talk soon. 
Love you, brother. Thank you. Great to be back. The great Socrates Palmer, Boxing's PhD, live on Ring Talk Live Worldwide, and of course, WBC TV on Vive TV. We are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812 800-215-6812 That's 800-215-6812 Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your or airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Manny Pacquiao is back in the ring in Las Vegas on Saturday night for the first fight at the T-Mobile Arena since the pandemic began. At 42 years old, this is likely the final fight for the world champion boxer. We caught up with Pacquiao, our producer Jess Golden did, about his career and what's next post-boxing. Pacquiao recently signed an equity deal with energy drink company Next Level. 
publicly traded under Takeover Industries. He'll be the face of their new hydrogen-fueled energy drink, the company hoping he'll be able to increase their Asian distribution. Their CEO telling CNBC we can expect to see their logo on Manny's shorts, and he will be drinking it at the fight. 42 years old, so it's hard to recover. Um, but because of hydrogen, is, um, I can, I can um, recover in, in, in overnight. In addition to energy drinks, Pacquiao has also released his first NFT collection. The moving portrait was created by an L.A. artist and was inspired by Pac-Man's career. The collection also includes trading cards. Pacquiao said it's his latest effort to promote his boxing while also providing to his charitable efforts. Not only uh, um, focusing on, 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 on serving people, but also taking care of my family's uh, source of income. We're thinking about that. But the desire in my heart is to help people and to, of course, my passion is boxing. And finally, as COVID ravages his home country of the Philippines, Pacquiao, who is currently a senator there, says he may have presidential aspirations. We asked him about his home country, which just has a little above a 10% vaccination rate. The people want to be vaccinated, but uh, we don't have enough vaccine to vaccinate the people. I wonder where is the money that we, we approve in, in the Congress, the budget that we approve. That's a big, big question right now. Pacquiao is the significant favorite for the fight. The question is, the viewers, will they tune in and shell out $75? Um, to, to say that ladies are dumb broad might be an, an understatement. Bottom line is, this is Manny Pacquiao's last fight. He's 42 years old. What do you mean if he wins this fight, he goes again? If he probably loses, he goes again. The bottom line is, this lady has no idea what she was talking about, and there was some type of commercial for, for some uh, performance drinks. At the end of the day, CNBC, I think you flopped at that one. Bottom line is, Jordi Ergus is going to... He's going to get lit up like a White House Christmas tree tonight. He's slow. He's not that fast. He doesn't hit that hard. He hasn't got any footwork. The bottom line is, at the end of the night, if the Las Vegas Metropolitan Police aren't there to arrest Manny Pacquiao for assault with a deadly weapon before the end of 12 rounds, I'd be surprised. No doubt about it. Of course, Pac-Man coming in at 62 wins, 7 losses, 2 draws, and he's been stopped 3 times. That's right. He's been stopped 3 times. In other words, of course, that last fight with Marquez. Remember, he was beating up on Marquez. That's when Juan Manuel Marquez decided he had a draw, I think, and a loss to Manny Pacquiao in both fights. He probably won or, you know, really suspicious scores there. No doubt about that. Shady scores. But um, Marquez came back in that third fight. What did Larry Merchant say? And Hector said he's got, that he had muscles, new muscles. That's what he had, new muscles. Muscles on muscles. Of course, he knocks out Manny Pacquiao with that one shot, but he was on the verge of, like, destruction. He just was. Manny was beating on him like you wouldn't believe. And all of a sudden, boom, Marquez comes up with that counter right hand. And of course, Manny Pacquiao's on the deck for a count of not, not 10, not 20, but like 100. Bottom line is, Manny wasn't getting up anytime, not too soon. Bottom line is, tonight, it will probably be a good exhibition of boxing. The Filipino people will be happy, I think. Um, and of course, you know, this drives a pay-per-view market. And of course, Manny Pacquiao's a pay-per-view star. It'll be interesting to see how many buys he actually gets tonight against an opponent that's really not not that well-known. I mean, Scott Cuddy's got a bigger name than Jordi Ugas, okay? And, and bottom line is Jordi Ugas, I said, from Cuba. That's about his, that's his claim to fame. He was a Cuban amateur. He went to a 12-round split decision with Sean Porter. Sean Porter really wasn't at his, game, at his best game that night, but the bottom line is 
Jordi Ugo is going to get lit up tonight. He will be a victim of Manny Pacquiao. The Manny Pacquiao legacy continues, 42 years old. I told you he would be vet president eventually. I mean, they sort of hinted at that in that little, that little spiel there. Um, but the bottom line is he will be president. He's the most popular guy in the Philippines, without a doubt. And of course, he's been a congressman first, and now he's a senator. And he wants to know where all that money went that they allocated for the vaccines. All those, I think they allocated a billion bucks, something like that, in Filipino money for these vaccines, and yet only 10% of the country is taking the vaccine, or they have access to the vaccine. Bottom line is 100% of the United States has access to the, the vaccine, and there's 27% of you that decided you're not going to take the vaccine. So if you die, that's on you. I'm testing, and that has to go to my, some of my friends, too. And, you know, I've got some friends that we don't talk anymore, and it's sort of like, you know, like a political fight or something like that over, over a vaccine. No, I'm not going to come over your house. If everybody's not vaccinated, I'm not going to come over your house. When I ask you, if you're not vaccinated, just please, like Mauricio said, Mauricio Suleiman, president of the World Boxing Council, just stay home. Next week. The star, the heir apparent to Canelo Alvarez. I'm talking about David Benavides. Of course, undefeated. What's he, like 25 fights? Uh, of course, he's got the, uh, the issue with um, substance abuse at one time. Of course, he was a WBC title holder, had to vacate the title, missed weight, did all kinds of different things, but he's never lost a fight. Never lost a fight, okay? So I think he is the heir apparent as far as Mexican greatness is concerned to Canelo Alvarez. And why do I say that? Well, I also think that Oscar Valdez has a shot at that, but Oscar Valdez will get to that in a bit. He's got a fight coming up. Of course, Oscar Valdez is going to go back to Tucson, Arizona, I think, and defend his title, the WBC 130-pound title that he took from Mr. Burchelt. Of course, that was one of the most riveting knockouts. It was in February this year, riveting knockouts you've ever seen in your life. And, and, and what I thought was more, more riveting than knockout was the fact that that Oscar Valdez got down on his hands and knees in front of Brichelt. Brichelt was knocked out and like sitting all groggy on the stool. And he's sitting there, he's, you know, he's telling him what a great fighter you are and this and that, and we'll see each other in town because evidently they, they sort of hang out in some of the same places down there in Mexico, although one lives in one town, one lives in another town. But the bottom line is they do see each other. And, of course, Brichelt, you know, he was a three or four to one favorite going into that fight. I mean, Oscar Valdez wasn't supposed to win. And yet I was looking, at the paper, looking on paper and saying to myself, Oscar Valdez can't lose. Bottom line is, next week, David Enemedia is going to take on a guy who I have a hard time with his name is. Mauricio's got this name down. Jose Usakanti. Put it like Usakanti. Put it like Bottom line is, uh, he's probably going to get lit up. There's no doubt about that in my mind. 10 p.m. Eastern time on Showtime, 7 o'clock Pacific, of course. It will be. Is it postponed now? Oh, yeah. Now they say it's postponed due to Benavidez getting COVID-19. They just put that up. Just flashed in front of me. Just boom. Just flashed in front of me. Holy cow. Anyway, so I guess that takes care of that. So that fight's not going to happen. Looking at some of the upcoming uh, contests as far as boxing and the charade that boxing and MMA fighters are trying to put on now. Tyron Woodley, the former UFC welterweight title holder, that's 170 pounds, I believe, going to take on Jake Paul. Who's Jake Paul? Jake Paul is a bum. Jake Paul couldn't win the Golden Gloves. When I was fighting in the Golden Gloves, Jake Paul couldn't make it to the semifinals. He couldn't make it to the semifinals. I'm telling you, he just couldn't. I mean, but yet he's 3-0 with three knockouts. He's beating up guys. Ben Askren. Ben Askren was a great wrestler at one point in time. Ben Askren, was, I think, was the last guy he fought. He knocked out Ben Askren, I think, like in, in the blink of an eye, like in four or five, something like that, four or five seconds. That wasn't a fixed job. That wasn't, that was, no, no. That was just Ben Askren getting taken out because he didn't box. I mean, if you put a carpenter, in an electrician's position, he's not going to do too well. You put the electrician in a carpenter's job, he's not going to do too well. You put an MMA fighter in a boxing ring, he's not going to do too well. The other way around, boxing guys taking on MMA guys, probably not going to happen. 
course, Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. thought he was brilliant a few weeks ago. Took on, was it Anderson Silva, the spider? Oh, well, Anderson Silva, not much of a, uh, of a, a fighter at 42 years old, 43 years old. So they figured they, they get an old guy, an old MMA guy with a big name, right? Uh, not really, because the old guy was big. I mean, big. And size matters in two things, pornography and combat sports. And, of course, boxing is combat sports. And Chavez was beaten. I think he was out-hustled. But bottom line is he was beaten to a, a greater extent by size. The fact that Anderson Silva was such a bigger guy. And Woodley and Jake Paul. Jake Paul's about slightly a bigger guy. He comes around about a cruiserweight. Tyrone Woodley, a former welterweight title holder. So you got to figure Jake Paul's probably going to... Although Tyrone Woodley says he's trained, he's a boxer, this and that. He's got some boxing skills. I don't think so. He'll probably look at Jake Paul. Because it doesn't look like Jake Paul's going to fight anybody outside of maybe me that, that, that can beat him. Um, he just ain't going to fight nobody. Uh, looking up the upcoming schedule, not, not a whole lot in the world of September. Of course, September the 11th, Oscar De La Hoya, the golden boy, Oscar De La Fishnets. Got to call it like it is, baby. Of course, remember back in 2008 when I broke that story at ringtalk.com? Uh, before TMZ had the story of Oscar and the cross dress and all that kind of stuff, they sent the pictures to me. So I had the pictures, and I didn't know what to do with them because I, you know. I, I, so anyway, I sent them off to Emmanuel Stewart, who was Oscar's trainer at one point in time. So Oscar, Emmanuel Stewart's looking at the pictures because he's looking on the, on the big screen in his uh, secretary's computer in his office. And he says to me, I says, well, is that Oscar? Because, you know, we're starting to think it was a Photoshop type of thing. And, and somebody put Oscar with the lipstick and all that kind of stuff. Somebody put Oscar in those fishnets. You know, that wasn't really Oscar. That was like a, a Photoshop type of thing. Because that's what Oscar was saying. Oscar was saying, they photoshopped me. I'm suing these people. They photoshopped me. Well, the Russian hooker that he was hanging out with, she took pictures. And she took a lot of pictures. And she made some t recordings as well. Bottom line is, Oscar was dirty as far as dressing up like a girl was concerned. And Mandy Story said, yeah, that's him. That's him. I hate to say it, but that's him. I said, so if I get sued and go to court, you're going to tell me that's his body, right? And the man, he goes, yeah, I'll say it. Bottom line is, so I went with the story. And, of course, TMZ came out with it a couple days later. But the bottom line is, Oscar was, you know, Caught in compromising positions. He was married. He was in this, I think it was this one Philadelphia hotel where he uh, hooked up with this, Philip, this uh, Russian hooker. And she was into um, lots of things. But put it this way, Oscar was really uh, a bit of a freak. I just put it to you like that. And I don't want to say what he was into because they get me in trouble. But bottom line is Oscar was a bit of a freak. And he wasn't into straight stuff. He was into straight, like crazy. Not, they had a little bit of gay stuff. Bottom line is, but who cares? Happy, gay. I remember one guy, one time some guy said to me, um, so I said he was interviewing, interviewing me for a job. He said to me, Pedro, are you gay? I, said, I looked at him and said, you mean like in happy? Uh, bottom line is, no, I'm not. Uh, and, you know, I wish him the very best as far as De La Hoya is concerned. But Vitor Belfort, uh, Vitor is like a guy that was the phenom maybe 15 years ago in the world of mixed martial arts. He's like 42, 43 years old. He's old. He's had some steroid issues, a.k.a. Flintstone vitamins. I don't think he has much of a chance here outside of size. Of course, De La Hoya is coming into this fight in the best shape he can be for 42 years old. But you think he would have learned, what was his last fight when, when Manny Pacquiao destroyed him? You think he would have learned when he got lit up like by the Filipino phenom that that would be enough. But no, he wants to come back. He's trying to jockey himself into a position to not only co-promote Canelo, but to fight Canelo. I kid you not. Speaking of Canelo, looks like him and uh, Caleb Plant are going to hook up for all the belts at 168 sometime in November, early in November. Of course, that fight's been secured. I think it'll be on PBC pay-per-view. Here's where the, the tiff was going on between Canelo Alvarez and Al Heyman and these guys. Of course, Al Heyman has Caleb Plant, the WBA champion, of course, and Canelo wants that belt. 
He wants that last belt, okay? So Al Heyman and those guys said, if you want the belt, you got to sign a long-term contract with us. And Canelo said, if you can, you can imagine a middle finger coming up and popping in his face, that's what he said. I'm not going to do it. So the fight was off. They were going to schedule the fight, of course, in September originally, and that ain't going to happen. Now it's going to happen in November. It'll be for all the belts at 168, and I think the Caleb Plant will get the beating he has coming to him because the bottom line is he's going to make a lot of money, but I hope you get whooped on good why, why do I say that? Because, you know, he's, he sort of he stifled. He sort of screwed us out of a fight Mexican Independence Day. We always like to have a big boxing match featuring a Mexican boxer, the Mexican superstar, be it Julio Cesar Chavez. I mean, you know, I mean we want to see these superstars on, in action on Cinco de Mayo weekend and the, and the Mexican Independence Day, which is somewhere around the second, the second week of September. But the bottom line is that ain't going to happen because Caleb Plant wanted to play with money games and Al Hamming wanted to play with money games. But at the end of the day, the fight's going to take place, I think, November the 6th is the date they're pushing around. Speaking of uh, Oscar Valdez, that date for Dal Valdez is going to be the same date with Oscar Del Hoy. Of course, that's going to be on ESPN, brought to you by Top Rank, Oscar Valdez versus Robson Conseil. And, of course, Conseil, I think, beat him in the amateurs, I think, at one point in time. So these guys are going to hook it up. That'll be September the 11th, 10 p.m. Eastern time, of course, 7 o'clock uh, Pacific time. That's on ESPN. Oscar Del Hoy will be on Fight and In Demand Pay-Per-View. So if you want to pay for Oscar, he won't be in the fishnets. I pay for Oscar in fishnets, but I don't think I pay for him in a boxing ring. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Ring Talk Live Worldwide is brought to you by the World Boxing Council, the WBC. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912-800-403-5912-800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. 800-693-8290. 
800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Doran's Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Doran's for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. He is the greatest fighter of all times next to me. Everybody knows that, without a doubt. Muhammad Ali. Let me tell you one thing. Of course, being Muhammad Ali is like biatch. That's what I was to an extent. Of course, in 1993, I got Muhammad Ali a starving Muhammad Ali a cheeseburger, a Big Mac from from, uh, McDonald's in Beijing. And like we had been starving for weeks. Ali lost almost 20 pounds. I lost about 10 pounds. Bottom line, we were starving. So I got Ali's burger in 1993 and that like enlightened him. And he loved me from that point forward. He was enamored. And of course, he brought me on as a uh, bodyguard and a PR guy to go back to China with him in 1994. Now, of course, that was my most famous client without a doubt. But guess what? This week I've had a client as a private investigator. I've had a client that was a dog. His name was Bruce. And he disappeared. And anyway, I ended up locating the car through a dent. Through a dent in a car, not the license plate, through a dent in a car, I located the car, and the bottom line is the dog is back home. It cost them some money, but the bottom line is at the end of the day, they got their dog back. So for Muhammad Ali, Muhammad Ali to Bruce, it's been one hell of a week, no doubt about that. Of course, you obviously check out what I do uh, when I'm not on the radio at www.aaadinv. That's www.aaadinv. Com. Of course, the UFC is rocking and rolling, but we don't want to talk too much about the UFC because the bottom line is when we do, Dana makes money. So Dana's got a card going tonight, Dana White, and we'll probably talk about the results tomorrow. But the bottom line is we won't pump it up any because I'm not a Dana White fan. In fact, any weekend that Dana White's on our TV is a good weekend for combat sports. And why do I say that? Because fighters are getting pimped off, of course. And I mean that. I mean getting pimped off. Look at Francis Ngannou. He's a world heavyweight champion, right? And what did Dana do last week? Dana decided he would have an interim heavyweight title holder, a title fight, because he didn't like the he didn't like the way Francis was talking to him. See, Francis pissed him off. When you piss off Dana, Dana gets back to you. Dana is the most vicious, vindictive man I've ever met in the world of business. I kid you not. Anyway, bottom line is, Dana White, you're on TV tonight. Unfortunately, bottom line is, you know, you've got some good fighters, but they're all underpaid. And if you know what, if you were working on the streets of San Francisco as a pimp, they would have killed you by now. You are, I kid you not, and I was a cop, that's why I can say that. If he was working on the streets of San Francisco as a pimp, like he pimps people in the world of mixed martial arts, he'd be dead by now. He wouldn't be in jail, he'd be dead. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC Boxing TV. Of course, live to you on live and delayed on Vive TV. Don't check us out, the Vive TV Network. Of course, Sports Byline USA, Twitch.tv, that channel. Of course, live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 217, and a thousand other internet platforms. The executive producer, the one, the only, the incomparable Scott Cuddy. Until next time, peace, love, and lots of respect. Ring Talk, live worldwide, Saturday and Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific time.